Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, happy uh, Friday. Uh, good morning. Happy good morning. Friday. Uh, it was fun. Yesterday we had uh, Jeff Hutchin uh, with, uh, called The Remnant. Uh, he has a ministry called The Remnant, which is kind of cool because uh, one of the things that we're going to teach in the overview of the end times, which will start pretty soon here, uh, will be uh, uh, The Remnant. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that he's got, he calls his ministry Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it was fun to hear his stories, uh, and particularly that you know he's a college uh, ref uh, for football, uh, single A, what they call the you know the top tier uh, football games that he has to. And he tells me that um, his routine is that he flies out. Uh, usually the games are on Saturday, most of the time mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon, sometimes Saturday night. Uh, he flies there uh, Friday. Uh, they meet as a group, um, and then they get ready for the game, and and then they have the game, uh, and then he comes home. Uh, but he says, as a ref, um, every single play is graded by the association, the ref, the refs' association, really? and so they basically, you know, you've got, like he said, maybe eighty, eighty some plays a game, mm-hmm. uh, every single play. That team is judged, and then you individually are judged. Did you call things correctly? Um, and then, as they as they do good at that, they move up in the system. Right. And they and they impressive. They get they get the better games, so that they they both get the better games, and they'll wind up in the bowl games, mm-hmm. and the championship games, and you know that kind of stuff, which is which is fun for them. Um, and they're all they're all graded on. Um, there's rules. Jeff mentioned mm-hmm. that about you got you got to know the rules, right? Um, and then how well did you implement those rules mm-hmm. in reality? Uh, and he gave this great analogy uh, as as you and I have been talking about abiding. That um, he said, you know, if I just learned the rules, but I never actually went and refed a game, right? I would say, well, I know about it, but I've never experienced it. Mm-hmm. Um, and until I experience it and, and have these rules play out, uh, the way and I have them play out with all kinds of crowd noise yeah. and coaches talking <laughs> yeah. in his ear and everything else yeah. he said, and, yeah. and you and I, you and I would call that, uh, <laughs> real life. Um, yes. Uh, chaos, a life, little bit of chaos. You know, <laughs> life isn't, uh, it isn't, um, you know, simple. It isn't, oh, it's pure, uh, because we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. Um, and the enemy is under the control of the world. So, so he creates entropy division, uh, you know, coming against us, uh, and we live in that world. So it's not, it's not just a simple world. So God's truth has to apply there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because it's messy, yeah. um, see our, our perspective, and I hear a lot of prayers this way, by the way, um, God clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. You know, just take care of it. You know, stop COVID. Stop this nonsense with what's going on. You know, with abortion and uh, you know things that aren't aren't of God. Um, could you just clean it up? Uh, and God says no. <laughs> uh, the world is messy. Um, mm-hmm. In the world, in John sixteen thirty three, Jesus said, "In the world which is messy, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> uh, it's messy. Uh, but I can walk you." By experiencing my work in you uh, through abiding, remember it's relationship, receiving my right. word, uh, letting my word be spirit in life and, and do its work. Um, and I want you to stay in it until you, two things that we constantly are saying, you believe it, faith, mm-hmm. I have faith with this, uh, it will happen. And then two is it happens. Right. You experience it. Uh, and Jeff yesterday uh, explained, explained that, and he said, you know, to be transparent, 
uh, he's working through an issue of forgiveness. Right, uh, of forgiving himself. Forgiving which I himself. Think is one that a lot of us struggle with. For yeah. prior mistakes. And, and by the way, that's going to be true of every one of us. Yes. Uh, is we look back and say, look at the mistakes I've made. If only mm-hmm. right. I, would, I wouldn't Wasted have done opportunities. It. Or and, if I would yeah. have done something differently, my life would be better. Uh, and you mm-hmm. and you kind of hold on to that mistake. Look at what I did. Look at what I did. Look mm-hmm. at what I did. And it's called living in guilt. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff is saying, yeah, there's something in my past. Uh, and it's true of everybody. I've made some mistakes. Um, he's never... And remember, he's he's a teacher of the word, mm-hmm. and he even shared this with me. He said, "I've taught about forgiving yourself, right? But until I learned abiding, I never really got to the level of can this be be really true for me, right? Personalize. He called it personalizing mm-hmm. it. Uh, and the answer is, yeah, okay. What does that look like? Well, it's him going into the word." abiding and asking God to fulfill what he's learning, what he's receiving. He talked about journaling uh, mm-hmm. through it. Um, and the question now to him is, do you believe it? Mm-hmm. And are you experiencing it? Um, well, faith, as we've talked about, uh, isn't something interesting enough that we go do. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave us the definition in Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Uh, it's the substance of things hoped for, the certainty of things not seen. So I'm, I, right. I, I absolutely know that I know that I know that now what he, God has spoken mm-hmm. to me will will occur. That's believing it. That's faith. Right. Um, and then do you experience, stay with it until you experience it. And then he said in, in Hebrews eleven six, without faith, it's what? Impossible. It's impossible to please God. To please yeah. Him. Because um, you, our life is going to be a series of receiving, okay, here's what I would like you to receive now. And by the way, not learn about it, mm-hmm. but to experience it uh, right. and to have it. Uh, and so I'm going to teach you uh, to believe it uh, and then uh, to uh, experience it. And then he told mm-hmm. us in, in uh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, uh, that Christ is the author and finisher of faith. Yes. And as we've described it, uh, which is what Jeff is learning when he even looked into this, of mm-hmm. this issue of forgiveness. Uh, well, God says, let me speak to you about this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have words. I have, I have Bible, which is logos, to make rhema uh, right. personalized to you. Let me speak to you about this. Mm-hmm. And he does. Um, yeah. Okay, the question is, okay, I've, I've heard it. Christ authored it. And now, mm-hmm. in interesting, this is where we all get stuck, uh, is he said, I have to finish that. Mm-hmm. And, what, and he, what is he finished? Gets us to the point where we say, I am certain of what isn't seen but spoken. Right. Uh, I, right. Now, I now believe it. And he said, I got to finish it and I got to take you to that place so that. Yeah. And I love Jeff so humbly yesterday when he was sharing this just authentic place where he's at. He so humbly described that of him still being in process. Yeah. God had him in a passage in Joel too. And, um, and he didn't say, I read it and I got it and I ran. He said, I'm staying there. I'm journaling it. I'm processing it. God is growing forgiveness in me. Yeah. It's not that he was going to make himself forgive himself. Right. He's going to stay with God till he sees the promise he gave him a full restoration come to fruition. And yeah. I loved how he described that. And when you say um, in process, uh, describe that a little bit. And actually, then we'll get into uh, actually a verse that tells us a little bit more about that. But describe that for what do you when you say in process, what does that mean to you? Um, for me, when I, when I see him, you know, actually, I feel like he's always in process on a thousand <laughs> different levels, to be honest, but, um, but it'll be just a journey of revealing, you know, God will speak something and continue to work it in my heart and then kind of test me and see if I'm, if I've gotten it yet. And, and then if I have, then he usually adds in another layer and he takes it a little step further and takes it a step further until truly I've stepped into the fullness of what he originally promised. Right. But, but for me personally, a lot of times it takes layers of uncovering. It is not this quick, 
Um, I think sometimes there are things that are, are quick course corrections and things that he's doing in our heart, but other times it's just this beautiful thing that he is watering and he is fertilizing and he is growing and I have to continue to surrender and check in with him. And then, okay, you know, he teased something up and you know what? Oof. I didn't quite have that yet, God. And in fact, I'm in the middle of something right now where I can see myself um, dealing with some resentment that um, of a role that I have been given that I didn't really choose to step into, but but was forced upon me with my dad passing. And so it's easy for me to fall into resentment. And, um, and God just keeps coming back and reminding me different things through his word. And, and I'm like, okay, you're going to make this go away. Right. Because I know the resentment is not a, a place that he wants me to be. And he yeah. wants me doing this simply for him. And, and so he's working that and massaging it out and, you know, something will come up and test it. And, and then I'll have to go back and surrender again until he completes it, but he is doing it and, yeah. and is at work in it. Yeah. So it's and, a process. Yeah. And when you say that um, in a simple way, why are you in process? Well, we're always in process because well, actually when you come back to the verse where you said it's impossible to please him without faith, yeah. he's going to keep us in process because that as we learn to step in faith, that's part of our journey with him, yeah. you know, uh, and we live in a fallen world. He's going to have to keep, keep working on us. <laughs> yeah. So if you look at it again, in simple uh, understanding, uh, Kathy uses your, your in process. Uh, one, there is something, if you're abiding, there is something that he is saying to us, um, mm -hmm. I would like you to receive this. Uh, like you said, uh, I'm dealing maybe on a couple levels of, you know, you're, you're understanding doulos and servant and mm -hmm. uh, child of God. And, uh, and he says, hey, by the way, I need to help, help you on this issue of resentment. Mm -hmm. um, this is what I have for you. Mm -hmm. um, and you're always in process with, okay, what did I hear? He authors it. And then, okay, I heard it. Now, do I believe it? Am I experiencing it? And he says, well, I'll finish that. I'll finish that. Mm -hmm. But you got to stay with me in process. Right. Um, if you walk away from me. The work uh, doesn't get done. It stops. Everything stops. Yeah. Um, and that promise is not fulfilled. And promises is like you isn't talked fulfilled. about the kids, you know, the the kids, listen to me, the, the, the Israelites <laughs> in the wilderness, kids, though, yeah. they had to choose to stay with him to yeah. be able to step into the promise. It wasn't guaranteed. No. It was offered. That's right. Um, and they had to stay in process as well. So that, first of all, there's something today that God says, I would like to walk you into uh, experiencing this specifically. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's unique to you, your course. Uh, and then the other level is that, when you experience that, he says, now, by the way, I'm going to now lead you into something new mm -hmm. um, because my path requires faith. Without faith, yeah. it's impossible to please him. So you don't, in other words, you don't say, okay, great. You could say, I, I got due loss. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not resentment. <laughs> I'm taking a break. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to just sit here and uh, do nothing. And isn't that a good thing? And God says, mm -hmm. not really. Because uh, my path is now going to bring you into a new thing. Now, by the way, it's not, um, it's not about, I got to fix you. Right. Uh, there'll be things where he'll say, yeah, you know, like your issue of resentment or uh, anxiety or something. He will say, you know, let me deal with that. But um, it's as you start to enjoy freedom, and transformation, mm -hmm. he'll say, you know, what I really want to show you is your, your, your thought about uh, do loss is it's not mm -hmm. about what's wrong with you. It's let me show you this wonderful thing about that. Right. Well, that requires faith. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and one of the verses uh, uh, that really describes the process is uh, Romans ten seventeen. Uh, he gives us a very simple uh, definition of, well, what does that process look like? Uh, mm -hmm. and, and what is it? Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Yeah. So, um, well, that's pretty, uh, straightforward. Um, mm -hmm. faith, which he's defined as certainty, things not seen mm -hmm. that he's authored. I've said something to you. Okay. And how do I get faith? comes from hearing 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and use that word hearing uh, as I'm beginning to see, as Jeff you know, said yesterday, I'm in, I'm in Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel uh, 2, 21 to 27. Uh, he says, I realize that God spoke that to me. Right. And now I'm going to hear it. I'm going to receive it. I'm going to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not doing a study on uh, uh, a full study on forgiveness so I know all about it. It's where God speaks to me, and I'm going to hear that. I've got to hear mm-hmm. that. I've got to stay with it. And, he's, and, it, and here's what it says. And hearing comes from what? The word of God. The, the rhema of God, the spoken mm-hmm. word of God. Uh, okay, so if, if Jeff is going to stay with process, mm-hmm. uh, where, would, where would he spend his, his energy? He needs to spend it where God has already spoken. That's, it, he's given him that passage in particular yeah, right now. In that to word. To spend time See, in that, now in that he, word that he has promised. Faith him. comes from hearing, hearing from that word. Okay, yeah. where would there's actually power in that word. And that's I think people people don't give that the credit that it needs to be. They they take the idea of, okay, God is speaking this idea, and then sometimes they detach it from his actual rhema. And okay. there's power in the word and praying into the promise and spending time in his specific words. Yeah. And talk a little bit about that, because you just used an interesting uh, uh, statement that we detach it. Uh, mm-hmm. when you say that, what do, what do you, what do you mean by that? Um, so sometimes I think, so if you take Jeff's example, he could read that verse and say, okay, God is going to restore this. And, and then he just takes restore and he runs with it himself instead of staying in. There's a lot of facets. When you read that passage, there's a lot more to it. And in fact, he described that he would go through and he would circle and he would underline and, and God would make a narrative for him. I loved how he described yeah. how he would interact with God's word. And a lot of times we don't let God take the narrative. We take a nugget from it and then we run with what we think it is. And it is really very, very easy for us to think a lot of wrong things about what God has said. Yeah, yeah. And as, yeah, we and, stay in the power of his word. That's where the power is in the, in the specific specificity <laughs> yeah or you or you could go the other direction uh which is where a lot of people go is okay um God, jeff said i heard i heard that god said he'll restore mm-hmm. to me the things that are lost and he understands what that means um mm-hmm. uh, we we don't per se but he he really does i know what you're talking about here i know right. what i know what's been lost okay um what happens at that moment uh as uh, a lot of people don't even consider that God's saying to them, do you believe this? Mm. Um, it's like, okay, I heard it. Right. So here's what I, and, and a lot of times it's, I go to a verse, I get something that, oh, I like that. Uh, I'd love that to happen. So mm-hmm. um, you say, and this is what people do. Okay, God, you said you're going to restore this. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I pray in the name of Christ, that you restore the things that I've lost and basically let me know when you do. Right. Uh, Instead of being in this place of asking him questions, okay, you've made this promise. You know, is there something you want me to do? Is there something I need to receive or understand in order to step into it? You know, asking all of these and processing with him, what does that look like? I know what your desire is for me. Just like he stood at that, you know, at, at the concentration camp and God told him, I have something else for your life. Do you right. want it? Right. You know, he could have left it right there and said, okay, God, bring it. Or he could step into process and what, do you, what does that look like? And who do you, what do you have for me? What do you want me to do? What do you have to speak? And continuing to pick apart the question, really. Yeah, yeah because remember, it's around the question that God is asking us, do you believe this? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you if you say, as Jeff properly said, not I don't I don't quite fully believe this yet. And see, he says, mm-hmm. I know because, see, God says, I'm the perfecter, the right. finisher of taking you to that place mm-hmm. where you believe it. And he said, your role, faith comes from hearing, mm-hmm. applying, 
and applying comes from the word. Mm-hmm. Stay in the word. Okay, now why? See, and this is this is what's so profound and so wonderful. Um, a lot of people are reading the Bible as law mm-hmm. or history, or isn't that interesting? Um, uh, yeah, that would be great to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't understand that when he speaks rhema to you, those words are spirit and they are life. So that Jeff, uh, who's going to work through this issue of uh, or restore, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be receiving, processing. That's what abiding is all about. Stay in the word, stay in the word, stay in the word. Uh, help me understand, Father, what restore looks like. What is mm-hmm. that? How is that going to work for me? What do I need to understand? And this is where journaling comes in, that you're authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really believe this yet. I lost this. I made a mistake. Um, I don't think I'm going to get this back. I don't see how this is going to work. Right. Uh, and God said, well, let me dig you deeper into the word restore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me share with you what that means. And stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. Because my, my power is working both in you and mm-hmm. around you. Because if, if you're, uh, in this case, he's saying there's two things that you got to understand. I'm going to give you forgiveness and release. Mm-hmm. And then secondly is I'm going to work things circumstantially to restore physically the things that you've lost. I'm doing both those things. Now, by the way, what do I need you to do? Stay, stay with, with me. Stay with me. <laughs> uh, stay abiding. Um, and this kind of, uh, we can kind of illustrate this uh, a little bit with a, a question uh, that we got, uh, which is a great question. Um, does God view all sin the same? Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, why is it viewed equally that if, if as sinful, if I steal a cookie or murder somebody? Mm-hmm. How, how is that the same uh, to God? And then, and then a corollary to that is, hey, by the way, um, it says you're, you, you can be angry and not sin. Well, mm-hmm. when does sin become, uh, be, when does anger become sin? And how do I prevent that? Um, okay, now. Good questions. Uh, isn't that uh, beautiful that somebody, you know, who got exposed to something said, well, wait a second. Um, I'd like to know, I need to understand this uh, in my life. Uh, and, and God said, okay, uh, well, well, well uh, said, daughter. Uh, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would take that comment of is sin uh, the same and how come a murderer uh, or an adulterer would be the same as as, as stealing a cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well then Christ would have to say, "Let me speak to you uh, about that um, right. and what the, what the real issue is." Uh, so then you would go into uh, some verses uh, that would uh, understand it, and uh, one of the first ones. Uh, and again, you would either. Uh, do some search on this uh, and or you could you could call somebody or even ask somebody like us and say, mm-hmm. you know, where would I start with this? Now, think about and think about how wonderful this is, Kathy, and you and you understand this. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say to you, uh, yeah, everything is the same. Uh, there's no difference. Um, and um, this is how it works. And I could tell mm-hmm. you that answer. Well, has that done anything for that person? No, no. Okay, why, 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 why not? Because they haven't gotten to journey and own it themselves, you know, and that know it by experience themselves. And I think that's something that a lot of us think we want. We just want somebody to tell us the right answer so that we can move on. Yet there's intimacy in the journey of seeking that answer out. And even when you come back to the without faith, it is impossible to please God. Um, as we take something that a question he has planted in our heart and then we grapple it with him, that is where faith is born. And in that process, we are actually pleasing God right. as we pursue it, right. not even as we master it, as we pursue it. Right. So, so do I, uh, I have this question. Uh, I don't want to know about it. Um, I need to experience. So that, remember, mm-hmm. if you abide in my word, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Uh, yes. Once I understand this, then I don't have any implications again 
of what that would look like. So what happens mm -hmm. if I don't understand it uh, is regardless of whether I intellectually say it's the same in my heart, because I haven't experienced it, I will judge people's sin. Right. And I will say, right. I will say, well, you're, you're really off worse than mm -hmm. me who I just, I just, I ate a cookie that I shouldn't have eaten, but you, you really hurt somebody. So you're, you're way off, uh, mm -hmm. from me and you deserve the judgment. And I, I joined that judgment. Uh, so it's not until I get the truth of this into my heart and live it out that it frees me up because I'm now right. living that truth. Um, right. And is it interesting the way you describe that? Um, I think we can all, um, think of being on the other side of that at some point of being around <laughs> a Christian who knew about it and quickly went to judgment, um, on us or on someone around us. And we have seen it and you feel that, um, and that Christian who has been forgiven so much and is sitting soaking in God's grace that is so much quicker to extend his grace and reflect him accurately still standing on truth than the one who simply knew about it and decided that was the rule. Yeah. Um, we, we've been recipients of both and one magnifies Jesus and exalts him and the other actually turns people away. Right. Um, so as we, we start looking at this question, um, faith comes from, from hearing and hearing from the word. So um, what do you have to speak to me, Father, about this that I can now abide in until mm -hmm. until I believe it? And um, and so a couple places just to answer this question, again, that would be uh, places to go abide would be, uh, first of all, Romans 5, uh, verse 12. Uh, this is discussion of the issue of sin. Uh, and if you looked up the word sin, this would show up. Um, mm -hmm. And you would you would read through those and say, well, that, that doesn't help me. That doesn't help me. Ooh. This is important. Um, right. God would speak to me. And therefore, and this is in uh, Romans 5, verse 12. Uh, therefore, just as through one man, Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. uh, sin entered the world mm -hmm. and death through sin and death and thus death spread to all men mm -hmm. because all sinned. Um, uh, nevertheless, verse 14, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is the type of him who is yet to come, because they, they had the sinful nature as well. The free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense of sin many died, how much more the grace of Christ of God and the gift of the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. The gift is not like that which came through one who sinned. Uh, for if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. So, well, all right. We, we, we start looking at that. We got to abide in that. Uh, it said sin entered the world through Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. And he defines it. It was sin. Okay, now, you would say, well, <laughs> I need to go back to Genesis and find out what happened. Right. Um, okay, what did God in Genesis uh, 2 say to Adam and Eve? About not the to eat of the apple. Yeah, not, not to eat of the tree. We always not, assume apple. Not, not, not to, to eat, eat of, of that of this particular tree, mm -hmm. which is going to be a test of your will, mm -hmm. uh, your self-will. Um, okay. Uh, they didn't. They were there for, you know, uh, probably a couple of years and they didn't. Um, and then Satan comes along and, and you can go into a discussion of what happened to him. Mm -hmm. Well, he sinned in the same way Adam and Eve did. Um, and I will. I've decided I'm going to do something different. Mm -hmm. um, so he offers, you know, to uh, Adam and Eve, did God really say, uh, surely you won't die, uh, which what God said. It's not going to happen what God said. Why don't you go ahead and eat of this beautiful fruit from the tree? Mm -hmm. uh, Adam and Eve, um, again, uh, failed to go back to God and say, you know, what do you got to say to me? Uh, and so they ate of the tree. When they ate of the tree, as God said to them, what died? Their spirit. Their spirit. Yeah. Uh, so their connectivity with mm -hmm. God through the, through the spirit, see, uh, was now gone. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they have what's called a sinful nature. Okay, based upon what? Well, based upon they're exercising their self-will, mm-hmm. doing the opposite of the light of God, the light of what God gave and said, if you follow this, you're going to be continually right. blessed forever. If you choose, if you choose to do this, you will die. Your, your spirit's going to die. Yeah. And you're now entering into the sinful world, which is when they handed over the authority to Satan and entropy and destruction, you mm-hmm. know, entered, entered our world, which we talked about, you know, briefly. Uh, okay. So if you said, okay, it, it says in Romans, Sin comes from Adam and mm-hmm. Eve. Okay, what what was their sin? Yeah, at the most basic level, they were saying, you know, I care more about what I desire, what I want, than what you want, God. Right. And and they're taking it's a sin of, of pride in a lot of ways. Yeah. But that, you know, that they know better and that they're going to do their own thing. Yeah. So sin, see, from God's viewpoint is that you've chosen to walk away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you are in sin, what? In self, in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, his perspective is that's what sin is. Mm-hmm. See, we look at it as well, the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's gradations of that. Uh, severity of there, there's there's consequences, you know. If I, if there's I, com- worldly consequences. There's worldly consequences. Yes. If I if I commit adultery, if I uh, shoot somebody, if I, uh, you know, uh, go to a different level, uh, uh, yeah, there's human consequences that you could mm-hmm. la- line up and say, well, that's worse than that. Mm-hmm. But God said, actually, as I look at it, it's all the same. Right. Because it's based upon what? It's based upon uh, the walking self. Walking away from him. Wa- and walking doing away our own from thing. me. Yeah. And so the, the, and he said the consequence of that is equal. Mm-hmm. This is, this is where, this is where God, you know, starts to help us understand yeah. this is not the earthly consequence, but the spiritual consequence, what has happened in the separation cause. Right? And it's separation from me. And by the way, as a believer, we're in that same place mm-hmm. that we, yeah, we could be a believer, a child of God, but we could live in sin separated from him, right. not because of what I did. Mm-hmm. It's because I've walked away from God and, and exercised myself, mm-hmm. my self will. Okay. So, um, uh, if we go to, uh, Romans seven, uh, Paul goes into a great, uh, discussion of this. Uh, and uh, he describes the problem. Uh, now he's mm-hmm. talking to believers here. He said, as a believer, there's a problem with sin. Okay, mm-hmm. let's, let's look at it. So uh, this is Romans chapter seven, uh, verse seven. He says, what shall we say then is law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I, I would not have known sin except through the law, for I would not have known conscious covetousness unless the law said you shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. Apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, sin received, revived, and I died. The commandment, which was to bring life, I, I found it to bring death. Sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it killed me. Okay, so think about, he's saying, yeah, I get it. Uh, sin has put me to death uh, because Mm -hmm. why? It separated me from uh, the life of God. Uh, Then he says, uh, uh, verse 13, has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal. Mm -hmm. Okay, carnal is I, I tend to walk in the flesh and not um, uh, follow God. For, and he right. says, and then he describes it. Verse 15, for what I am doing, I do not understand. Mm-hmm. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. What I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good, but now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. <coughs> for I know that in me, that is my flesh, 
-hmm. Nothing good dwells. But to will is present with me and how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I don't do it. But the evil I do, I desire not to do, I do it. <laughs> uh, if I do uh, what I will not to do, will not to do, uh, it is no longer I who does it, but sin that dwells in me. Well, then I find a law that is working. Now, he's a believer. Remember, he's a believer. Mm -hmm. That evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is my members. Oh, wretched man am I. Who will deliver me from this awful situation? <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, there he describes it. Uh, he says it's about the will. Mm -hmm. It's about your ability to uh, function uh, as a human being with a sinful nature, even though I'm a believer. Right. And he said the struggle of sin, he describes it very clearly, is I fall into doing things that I know I shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. And the things I know I should do, I can't do. Right. Um, and he said that's what sin is. And see, that's how God views sin, mm -hmm. uh, is I'm not, I'm not looking at the outcome of sin and the consequences of, of what you humans would, would categorize as a hierarchy. Well, that's worse than that. Right. And because that's worse than that, aren't I pretty good? Mm. And Paul says, it's about the essence of it, mm -hmm. which is if you try to work life on your own and any side of it, I'm trying to do good. I'm trying to perform to the law. If, Je if Jeff yesterday said, okay, I'm supposed to forgive myself. I'm going to try. 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 Interesting enough, that trying is sin. Mm -hmm. Because why? I'm doing it on my own. Right. And Paul, and Paul says, of anybody that uh, is holy, I would be considered, quote, one of the most holiest people there are. Right. Right, because he knew the scriptures backwards and forwards. There was no problem with head knowledge there. No, no. And even, even him understanding uh, the truth of the New Testament. He says, yeah. but if I function in my, my sin of mm -hmm. being self-centered uh, in the flesh, which is my default position, because mm -hmm. he said, I find that operating in me and I'm not exempt from that. And he says, yeah. I, I want to do good. I can't. Yeah. And then he makes this question in verse 24. Well, who then and what then can, can, can re, uh, rescue me? Mm -hmm. Wretched man am I. This is awful. Who can rescue me from this situation of mm -hmm. sin? And now if the answer was nothing, what would, what would Paul have done? Oh, he, he would have just... Oh, I don't even know. He would have been so discouraged, though, and not be yeah. able to do any. Yeah. He would have just stopped writing. Why bother? He would have said, you <laughs> know, hey, hey, everybody, the answer to that question is you're stuck with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's the way it is. Uh, hey, you got a ticket to heaven. Good luck. And that, he would have stopped writing. Mm -hmm. uh, but he says, uh, uh, oh, wretched man am I, who could save me from this awful situation? And then he goes on to say, thank goodness, it's, mm -hmm. it's the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, living in me that can transform how I function mm -hmm. so that I'm not stuck with this problem, which God looks at everything at the same level. Right. Um, there isn't any difference because it's, it's not the outcome of sin or the expression of sin, it's the, it's the essence of am I seeking and walking with God or am I not? Uh, yeah. and, he, and he basically says uh, now it becomes a choice, which is what Christ told us when we first started this whole series. Uh, apart from me, you can do nothing. You have nothing. to choose to abide with me. And all you got to do is come with me. Faith comes from yeah. hearing, hearing from the word. So it's interesting. One of the words, I don't know if you even recognize that you said it, but um, that it just keeps ringing in my head is you said that is our default. Right. You know, our, our default position is sin because we live in a broken world, in yeah. a sinful fallen world. And so we have to be intentional 
to not go to our default. Yeah, because uh, it's not a matter of, well, today I've decided that I'm going to spend time abiding. Uh, and, and if I don't, I'm not really sinning. So isn't that okay? And he says, when you, when you stop abiding, mm-hmm. you default. You go to the default. Back yeah. to the flesh. See, it's automatic. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. Paul says is I find that law operating. That's my default position. So it's not, a, it's not even I choose to do that. It's if you're not abiding, you're automatically. That's what will happen. It, you're automatically yeah. walking in sin. And God views that the same way, whether you look at the, uh, well, I'm not severely sinning. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, but you're not walking with me. You're not living, yeah. you're not living the life that I have for you. Uh, you know, come and understand that. So, so mm-hmm. he would, uh, you know, describe that and, and help us understand that uh, what, and they see the question that we ask is, is that worse than that? And God mm-hmm. says, well, let me share with you the truth about sin. It's not those things. It's, it's you exercising your flesh mm-hmm. at all times. And I look at that as sin. And you've right. separated yourself from me. Uh, and, yeah. we, and we go on to Romans uh, in, in 5 to 8. It says, when you, when you operate in that default position, you have put to death the Spirit. You've, mm-hmm. You're at enmity against me and you cannot please me. That's in, in, right. in Romans 5, 5 to 8. And he said, so you as a believer wind up in that same spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, not- Those are some pretty tough words you just shared there. That, you know, that puts us at enmity with God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flesh that out a little bit, because I think sometimes we don't recognize, we recognize that our sin has earthly consequences. I don't think we recognize fully sometimes the depravity of our sin. Yeah. And what, when we're simply not walking with him, where that puts us with him. Yeah. And that's you know, where, and that's where, enmity. that's where the abiding comes in. So that, um, you know, we're, we're kind of using Jeff as an example, but he's learning, um, Father, I would like to receive uh, forgiveness mm-hmm. uh, to myself for the mistakes I've made. Uh, legitimate desire. If he says, "I okay, I even read about it, but I'm going to go work on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to work at forgiving myself. Um, I will, I will, I will. Well, at that moment, uh, he's separated himself from God. Mm-hmm. He's at enmity against God and he cannot please God. Um, and, and at enmity means this, God says, I can give you forgiveness to where you le- release yourself off the hook and you never do mm-hmm. it again. Uh, I can give that to you. Mm-hmm. You, you're trying to go do it yourself. Now you're at enmity against me. So, so one, it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to try, but it ain't going to happen. You're going to get more discouraged. You're going to give up. You're going to get more guilty. Uh, nothing is going to be restored. And because I can't function, God speaking, unless you walk with me. Right. Uh, and because you're at enmity against me, not only are you going to not experience this, but I'm not able to deliver anything and it's going to get worse and worse and worse because mm-hmm. you're against me, not, not with me. Right. And that's what he says is such a beautiful thing about sin. So that uh, as I, and then what that does for us, uh, which, which then this question arises with this, with this lady is um, if I receive this and I say, okay, so sin is really exercising self and it's operating in the flesh and it's pure at that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it. Um, when I come across somebody who is obviously up the ladder of, of what I saw is, ooh, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're really sinning. You know, they're really, right. do, they're really doing something that it, it is wrong. Um, what happens to me is, see, then because I've lived it and understood it, I never go to judgment. Right. Uh, because why? Well, all sin's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't go to judgment. Uh, what, I, what I would do is, if God calls me to this, would say, I'd like you to speak to them and invite them to come back mm-hmm. to me, back to the abiding relationship, and I'll fix it for them. 
all they got to do is come back and faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word, just get into the word right. and stay there. Yeah. So you don't even have to be the one to point out their sin to them. You're inviting them back to God and God and the Holy Spirit are doing the work. Yeah. Uh, and say that, you know, what, what, what you're doing and what you're experiencing is uh, not of God. Would you like to know, you know, that God yeah. can, can restore this? And usually it's around a struggle, an issue. Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm aware of it, it's because, well, I have a little bit of relationship with him, even even a, a, an immediate first one. Right. I think I shared the story of, of the guy that was president of a big ministry that after our, you know we started into it, he said, yeah, by the way, you probably won't want to do anything with me because I'm, I'm addicted to pornography. Mm -hmm. uh, well, my response, see, is so. Uh, right. you're, you're operating in, I understand it. Yeah, you, you, mm -hmm. you can't solve that problem by yourself. Matter of fact, the harder you've been trying, the worse it's been getting. Right. Because you're, right. you're at enmity against God. So, hey, how about, I don't, first of all, I don't have any judgment. Mm -hmm. So what? I do know something that would give you the beauty of life would, how about if you come and learn what God can do and he'll right. heal it and he will heal it and he'll yes. heal it. Would you like to come? Mm -hmm. uh, because faith comes from here and hearing from the word. Uh, so our, our invitation is, well, first of all, it releases me from all judgment. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not the arbiter of that. Um, I don't, I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I will be used to invite people Hey, by the way, wouldn't you like to have God take care of this mm -hmm. uh, and come and come and, and learn abiding and stay with it until faith mm -hmm. that he'll give you, which comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. Right. You got to get in the word, um, yeah. not not any word, but his rhema word to you because it's spirit mm -hmm. in life. Since he see how fantastic this is. See how see how beautiful it is. Right. And the freedom that that gives in all relationships is actually a beautiful thing. Why is it? Well, I think about, you know, the, the richness of friendship and authentic relationship with other people when we are both in the mess together and simply wanting to go back to his feet. And then we get to celebrate the victories as, as God heals places and brings truth. And we get to watch the journey and enjoy that together rather than me feeling like I've got to come over someone and tell them what they are supposed to do. And then if they don't do it, I pile on personal offense because I've taken my time to invest in them and they're ignoring my counsel. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, we've, we've all sat in these places and, and at least I have, and, and God has convicted me of, okay, that was never something I put on you. I said, get in the mess and bring them to my feet, yep. not yep. tell them what to do and then be offended when they didn't do it. You yep. know? <laughs> yeah. So this question, uh, and we'll get, uh, we're, we're nearing the end of the time here, but, uh, she had this other question about anger. Uh, we'll answer that next time. Uh, but uh, we're trying to illustrate, first of all, uh, this is how God uh, brings us into abiding. It's like, this is something that, that really bothers me. And, um, and it probably is born out of my life tends to be living a hierarchy of sin. And isn't, mm -hmm. isn't it normal that, there's, that one sin is worse than another? And doesn't that matter? Well, okay, um, the way we would approach it is, well, let's go find out. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not to have somebody else tell you that answer. Um, uh, that, well, yeah, this is it. No, it's, let's get in the word. Um, now, even to this lady that asked this question, she might have heard, and hopefully she's listening to the podcast. Okay, great. Um, I, I got those. Thank you for giving me those verses. Now, mm -hmm. for her, it would be, start to abide in those verses right. until you get faith. Do mm -hmm. you believe it? Uh, is it real to you? Uh, does mm -hmm. it, do you have complete uh, uh, freedom in understanding that, which then translates into how I view things differently? Right. For, first of all, for me, because uh, when I understood this, it's like, oh, then really uh, it's about me learning to walk with God all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and recognize when I don't, it's like, whoops, I've lost that connection. So sorry, return right. back, uh, repent, repent come right back. Come right yeah. back. And I don't have to worry about fixing what I did. It's not about what I did. It's, it's that I walked away. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. When she learns that, um, it'll change her whole life. And, and the key is now abide, abide, abide. 
faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word, stay in the word, stay in the word, stay in the word. Uh, mm-hmm. So as we've talked about this today, uh, you might have questions that, that you, uh, and again, uh, it doesn't have to even be a question about what we've even discussed. It could be a question like she raised is, hey, there's something on my mind here. We'll be able to, to give you some assistance as you lead you to the word. Uh, and if you're watching YouTube, uh, certainly you can put comments in and we'll get them. Um, if you are listening and want to email us, email us at AFJ, excuse me, questions at AFJministry.com, questions at AFJministry.com. And uh, we'll have plenty of opportunity like we mm-hmm. did today to take these questions and weave it into, you know, what, what the truth is mm-hmm. that God's trying to help us understand. So we'd, we'd love to have the questions, make it personal. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll answer these and she, and we're going to answer her next question, which is, okay, well, how do I be angry and not sin? Well, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> how cool, how, how cool a question is that? But it'll, that's it'll be, question. it'll be built yeah. on, built on everything we've already said. So Kathy, another, uh, great, uh, uh, time together today of, uh, Man, we could just keep going with it's this. It's been a good week. Stuff. I really, I loved having Jeff on this week too. Yeah. If any of our listeners missed that one, you want to go back and hear it. Yeah. Great to hear his story. Interesting and just such an authentic guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really learning the the beauty of abiding, uh, which mm-hmm. is fun, you know, for me to be part of. So, um, uh, hope you had a great week, and uh, we'll look forward to Monday. We'll just pick it up. Uh, we'll still issue this issue of faith, mm-hmm. uh, as God asks us the question of abiding. Do you believe it? And then are are you experiencing it? Excellent. Looking forward to it. Yep. Okay. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. All right. Have a great weekend. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.